Tandem Nomads, episode 263. The beauty and amazing magic of having a portable business is to be free and create a business that allows us to be able to live on the move, travel and adapt it to our lifestyle. But... As a solo entrepreneur, you might very easily get trapped into feeling overworked and overwhelmed. So here's how you can avoid that. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great resources and inspiration to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life or through any life transition. This is your host, Emel I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. And today I want to talk to you about how to make sure that your portable business is indeed serving you and your goal to build a business that fits to your lifestyle and not the other way around. Indeed, I've seen so many solo entrepreneurs who get trapped into working so much in their business that they can't even work on their business and the big picture of their business. But also a lot of entrepreneurs end up very easily so overwhelmed and sometimes completely burnt out when the whole goal of having a business and specifically a portable business was quite the opposite, which was about the freedom, the flexibility and the joy of having a source of revenue and a source of meaning that is aligned with your needs and your dreams. So today I want to talk about that and share with you one of the biggest shifts that I've been making in the last couple of years of my business that changed everything for me and that I've been teaching also my clients to do so that you can as well enjoy your business, enjoy working on your business while not being the slave of your business and making sure that it's working for you. In fact, what I've seen very often is, and by the way, I've been guilty of that as well at the beginning when suddenly we're so motivated with our business and we have these big goals to reach and then we push, we push, we push and before even we reach that goal or the end of the project, you might already feel depleted and by the end of the project so tired so exhausted so discouraged that you might not even feel anymore that you can start again and go back into pushing into your business and this can be very very exhausting and some people go on like this for years and years in their business pushing pushing while being tired getting tired and then dropping the ball and then picking up the ball again, but then getting tired again. This is a rhythm that can easily get you to complete meltdown. And this is something that I don't want to happen to you. If you've been listening to podcasts for a while on Tandem Nomads, we talk a lot about the mental health of entrepreneurs. And there are so many angles to go into that. But today I just want to share something very simple that you can do um, beyond going into the psychology of all of this and the mindset and, and uh, the, the life coaching components of all of that. I want to share with you something very simple that you can do proactively to be in control of your time. But it's more than just about time. It's about embracing the seasons of your business proactively 
instead of being a victim of those seasons that happen no matter what. It is normal that in your business you have high seasons and low seasons. The only problem as solo entrepreneurs, we tend to not be in control of that and let the market or let the outside circumstances or sometimes let our limiting beliefs control those cycles. So today I want to talk about how you can proactively embrace the seasons of your business for your own growth as a business owner, but also for your well-being. In fact, running a business is a lot like the cycles of the earth. There's four seasons on earth for a reason. Each season is about nurturing the nature, nurturing the environment with everything that's needed to be able to be sustainable. There's a reason that in winter everything is calm because underneath the earth, the earth is working on building up the momentum for the spring and the summer. So it's the same in your business. You want to think about what are the downtowns of your business and what are the high seasons of your business. But also, what are the seasons that you want to create in your business that fit to the lifestyle you want? And for that, you will need to sit down and really think about it if you haven't already. Think about what is it that lifestyle that you want to have and what is that big picture that you have about your business? What kind of business are you really trying to build here? Are you trying to grow a big company? Are you trying to have a one-person business that's sustainable enough for you and your needs? So these are some things that you need to reflect on. And I have a whole episode about that that I will put in the show notes of this episode, how to align your business and your big picture with the type of business you choose to run. So we're not going to go into that. However, no matter what you decide here, I want you to be proactive about the seasons of your business. And how you want to do that is to first look at, in general, what are the seasons in your market? For example, you might be in an industry where summertime is pretty calm, but the fall is busy and the beginning of the year is busy. Or you might be in a business where it's quite the opposite, where summertime is is very busy and the winter is more calm. You might be in another business where it's very much related to, for example, the rotations in school holidays and all of that. So think about your industry. What are those times of the year where your ideal client makes the purchasing decisions? Although real estate is not the typical portable business, that's, for instance, something that a lot of real estate agents think about when they think about their marketing strategies. They know that there are certain months of the year where people think of buying an apartment or a house and other seasons of the year where they actually take action and buy the apartment. So depending on that consumer's behavior, the strategies are different and the campaigns are a bit different, but also the intentional push inside the business is different according to that. So for that, you need to really know 
who is your ideal client and how they behave. And if you don't know, then try to, first of all, observe what's happening in your industry with other competitors, but also don't hesitate to hop on a call with some ideal clients and understand when do they make those big decisions. For example, in my case, when I've been talking to all my clients, I can notice that but towards the end of the year, that is the time where they start thinking about their goals for the next year. Also, September, October is a big time as well, where they put the kids back to school and finally have the time to focus on their business. Things, however, have been shifting because of the circumstances with uh, the pandemic, but also so many other things. Our world is constantly changing. And this is where it's important also to be in tune and constantly running your market research or your surveys to see what are the cycles of consumption in your industry. So that's the first thing. And then the second part is to be proactive at looking at your needs and your lifestyle and your family needs. If you have children, it might be different than when you don't have children. So that's another thing to consider when you have a business. Look at the needs of your family. Look at your needs, your personal needs, but also your personal dreams. Maybe you want to take three, four months off and just enjoy. Maybe you have a a member of the family that needs your support. And that's also something that you might want to consider. So there's a lot of things that you can plan and others you can't. So just one side note here. Although I'm sharing with you here some planning tips of how to do that, know that you always need to be able to adapt, right? So I'm actually going to share with you another episode about how to be flexible with planning and setting up your goals and all of that. But in order to be flexible and pivot, you need to first have a plan. You cannot pivot from not, uh, not having a plan. So start with the maximum certainties you have, or at least the information you have. But most importantly, start with what you want. If you haven't done that exercise, for instance, draw a vision board of an ideal year in business for you. How does it look like? What are the months where you want to have the workload very light? And what are the other months where you're willing to push a little more and give it a push? And when you do that, also plan the time for regeneration. By that, I mean for resting, recuperating, and then slowly getting back to business. There is, in fact, and here is a big, big uh, thing that I want to insist here. When I'm talking to you about setting up the seasons in your business, I'm not only talking about holidays. I'm talking about the speed and the rhythm in which you'll be working. So, as I said before, the first step is to look at the seasons in your business and then setting in the, those up in your calendar. But then look at the seasons that you want to build in your business depending on your needs. So I often say... To my clients, when you plan your year, first start by putting your holidays in. This is so important and this is regeneration time as well. Put in your holidays in. And by the way, your holidays don't always have to be about traveling. You can have staycation or you can have just home time where you chill at home. And this is also important. So start with that and put it in your calendar. Also, look at the holidays you actually know that you want to plan and the times 
where you just want to take it slow. And by taking it slow, I mean where you'll continue working on your business, but you won't be in big promotional phases, where you won't be pushing too hard. You will be doing the normal day-to-day things and being in control of your energy, working little hours if that's what it means for you, or still continuing the same hours, but doing the more slow-paced kind of tasks and projects. By the way, if you stay tuned for the next episodes and the end of this episode, I will share with you an idea that I have for you of how you can join me for a slow challenge where you can work on your business at your own rhythm, at a slow rhythm, and as I say, work on your business slowly but surely so that you can work on the things that you usually never have the time to work on. They're not very urgent but they can be really important for your business in the long term so that you can really have that feeling of ease into your business instead of always having the feeling that things are piling up in the back end because you never have the time to get into those things. And this is why it's important to also have slow seasons in your business so that you can do the work that will allow you down the road to harvest the fruits of your labor. And I'll be sharing with you some examples of things to do throughout the upcoming months of things that you can do to take it slow while still working on your business and making progress. So stay tuned for that. But the idea here is to first let you know about the importance of building the seasons in your business, starting with understanding your market, understanding what you need. And when you look at what you need, start with your holidays but also start with the seasons where you want to take it slow and still work on your business by building up those elements that will create the momentum in those high seasons of your business. Also, and this is a little bit off track from the seasons of your business, but I still want to talk about it. And I do have, again, some extra episodes about that. But the beauty of a portable business is that not only you can make it work to your lifestyle and your needs and make it really something that brings you joy. The, the other amazing thing about having a portable, portable business when you are in control of the seasons of your business and how you're running your business, you can adapt it to your needs for even circumstances of life that are not as pleasant. And I know some clients, some of my, I have many of my clients actually who had to take care of a loved one and had to take it slow. So it's not because you're taking it slow or you're adapting your business to your lifestyle that you can't work on your business. I've shared in my case in the past episodes how a big shift happened in my business when I decided to spend as much time as I could with my father because I knew that he didn't have any much time left. We did not know how many years left, but we knew that he had very little time. And I can't tell you how grateful I am for the precious moments I had with my father that I would have never been able to have if I had a typical nine to five jobs where very, with very little holidays and flexibility. So this is another thing where designing the seasons. I hope that it's not the case in your business, but in my business, one of the seasons that I had to design was the time that I wanted to spend with my father. 
And this is how I actually ended up creating a business where I only worked half the time that I usually worked. I reduced by 50% my working time throughout the whole year and still managed to grow my revenue. So you can see how being in control of the seasons of your business can really be helpful in so many other ways than just about taking holidays or resting. But in general, what I want you to do is to really put your mental health and your well-being as well as the well-being of your own surrounding knowing that you also need to be careful with that one that's another topic about the mental load of caregivers another episode that I'll share in the show notes of this episode but some days it might be important for you to be present for others on top of yourself so make sure that your business is not what's stopping you from actually doing what you initially set yourself to do by starting a business, which is having the freedom to have a business that is flexible enough to be fitting to your lifestyle and to your needs. So number one, as I said, look at the seasons of your market. Then look at the seasons of your life and your choices, your needs and your wants. And then try to align those two. So it can be a little bit tricky if those two are not aligned. For example, let's say that you want to take it easy in the summer, but that's the high season for you. Then here, there must be a really important conversation that you need to have with yourself in terms of priorities. Because if your business is not aligned with your needs, then there's a, there's a bit of a challenge here. So there's two ways to go. The first one is redesigning your business rethinking your target audience pivoting your business model or deciding to still follow the seasons of your market but then seeing what small windows can you create for you to have a buffer so that you don't get overwhelmed or that or so that you can do the things you want to do during that time which leads me to the third step. So I said, look at the seasons of your market and your business, then look at your seasons, what matters to you. And finally, plan ahead of time so that these seasons can work. So for that, I'm going to give you a very pragmatic example. So in my case, when I did this exercise and reflected on my goals for this year and where were my high seasons and the seasons that I decided to take slow, I came up with a plan of having my slow season between May and September. And basically, one of the things that I needed to do is to plan then my high seasons, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But between those two, have a transitional month where I'm actually prepping to be able to slow down during those months from May to September. Four months where I will be working just part-time and not launching any big projects, not doing any big speaking engagements and no, no big launches, etc. However, although me as a business owner, I will be taking a slow tandem, nomads will not be slowing down the business will continue to appear as completely normal on an outside perspective. It's just me who are slowing down, but the business keeps rolling. For instance, the podcast will continue to be aired every single week, as well as my newsletter 
and my social media posts. So for that to happen, I needed to plan the transitional time between the high season and the slow season so that I can prepare everything that's needed to be done for me to be able to take it slow during those four months. So basically, when I decided with my plan and define all my seasons in my business at the end of the previous year, I planned that the month of April will be the month where I will be batching and preparing all the elements that would be necessary for me to be able to take it slow. And one of them was to batch my episodes for these four months and prepare with my team a plan to be able that for them as well to slow down. It's basically just like if you were a farmer, imagine that your business was your farm and that you are the farmer. If you notice before the winter, most farmers would need to prepare their lands and their plants or their trees, prune them, cut them, cover them so that the underneath the ground, the plants will be able to produce all what's needed for the harvest time. So this is why you need to have that transition between the high season and the low season to prepare for the slow season. And while you're actually going slow, the business is producing everything that's needed to allow you then to harvest the revenue and the results that you're looking for, especially during those high seasons. For example, while taking it slow, one of the things you can do is to, for example, still put a focus on growing your email list so that once you are ready to promote your products or services during the high season, then you have increased the number of potential clients in your email list. And then the same way that you prep for the low season, you want to also plan a little bit of a transitional time between the slow season and the high season so that you can start with the right energy and the right foundations. And that's another thing that you can do to avoid getting overwhelmed. And I think this is why a lot of people get overwhelmed with their business, especially during those high seasons, is because suddenly they try to do all the work at once in that high season, when you could use this low season to build some of the foundations slowly, but surely at your own rhythm to prepare for that, for example, launch during your high season. So, that slow season will allow you not only to rest, to recover, to do the things that matter to you, but also to prepare very slowly but surely for the high season and do the things that you can already prepare now so that when things pick up, you don't get overwhelmed. Let me give you an example. Let's say I, let's say I have a launch in September or October. I can now already start slowly but surely working on the sales page copy, working on preparing all the emails and things like that so that during the launch I really focus on launching the promotional aspect, the communication aspect, the relationship aspect, the nurturing aspect, etc. So these are also things that you can do when you take it slow without stressing. You take also the great time thing about doing it during the slow time is in terms of creativity that's the best time to get many ideas for your business and for me this is what helps me stay creative is to have those seasonal moments and usually it's when I take it slow that I have my best ideas come 
that I then use for the high seasons. All right, so basically this third part is all about planning. Once you have reflected on the seasons of your market, decided on the seasons that you want to have, align those two, then you take your calendar and you plan in the calendar months ahead, even a year ahead, when you want to do what and how you want to do it. And of course, not everything will go as planned, but the more you have visibility on that plan, the better you can adjust to any uncertainty that comes along the way. And one thing, I'm not going to go into details today, but there will, I will link a related episode in the show notes of this episode, is for you to define your seasons, one of the things you need to do is to also plan what are your revenue goals and what are your marketing strategies to reach those revenue goals. You obviously want to align those revenue goals, those marketing strategies with the seasons of your business. So I have a whole episode about how to plan your goals and all of that. So find it in the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 263. But basically... When you have your high seasons is the seasons where you'll be pushing the sales and the slow seasons is when you will do the back scene work and the preparations, but also recovering, taking care of yourself, leaving space for creativity and fun. And before I end this episode, I want now to invite you to join me into my slow season where I will be guiding you through the process of a few things you can do through a slow season. So for the next three months, I will be inviting you to the slow challenge where every two weeks I will give you some small assignments and guidance on those little things you can do in the back end of your business while slowing down and resting and taking it at your own rhythm. You will be working on your business instead of working in your business to build the foundations that will set you for the momentum during the high seasons of your business. So if you're ready to take it slow while really working on your business slowly but surely and really creating that seasonal structure in your business and also bring some, get some clarity and some focus and regain joy in your business in case you are already depleted and exhausted and demotivated this is also a process that's going to help you regain your energy but also clarity and joy working on your business while doing all sorts of other things that you care for so if you're interested in joining this slow challenge then make sure to go to the show notes of this episode where I will be where you will be able to sign up to this challenge. And again, it is a slow challenge. You will be able to take it at your own pace. It's not about stressing out. This is a challenge that's going to last for three months and you will have to do some small tasks every two weeks. And even if you miss a week or two, that's completely okay. You will be able to find a place where you can see the replays and the information of the previous weeks. But Even so, if you can't do it, it's fine. The most important is that you do what you can and you do what you want with the guidance that I give you to take it slow while being very smart and strategic about building the foundations of your business and building everything that needs to happen to create that momentum in your business during those high seasons. 
So if you're ready to join me for the Slows Challenge, while I will be taking it slow, I want to invite you to come on the road with me. While I'll be on the road, you'll also be able to work on your business with this Slow Challenge. So go to the show notes of this episode and there you will find the link to be able to sign up to the Slow Challenge and get my guidance to work on the back end of your business with the right strategies. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 263 to sign up to the slow challenge. I hope that I inspired you to look today at your business very differently, especially if by any chance you're feeling overwhelmed, tired, exhausted, demotivated. Know that it's probably because you're not being proactive at creating the seasons in your business. So please take the time to reflect on the seasons of your business and then join me inside the slow challenge where I'll help you Take it slow, relax, and do the things that matter in your business without having to stress a word. All right, I can't wait to meet you there in this challenge. In the meantime, stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.